This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. The temperature is on the rise. What did Bob just say? 29 Celsius, the Humidex 33, and tomorrow the Humidex around 43. We are at the beginning of a heat wave at least three consecutive days when the temperature reaches 32 or higher. Environment Canada and Toronto's Medical Officer of Health have issued heat warnings for Toronto and much of the GTA, but it seems we've been hotter than normal all summer. So are we breaking records? When will the heat break? And what are you doing to keep cool this summer? 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Now, when we talk weather, there's no other person we want to speak with than Environment Canada senior climatologist Dave Phillips. Hi there, Dave. Hi, Jane. Are you enjoying the heat? Oh, well, I'm just trying to uh, to use my get my thermometers working and to. Uh, I always get happy when we set records, but uh, I wouldn't want to set a record in this heat. This is. Uh, uh, this is pretty uh, pretty much, and the only thing I feel good about it is that what's uh, we, we forecasted it to be warm summer. Right, so you're only as good as your next forecast, so at least we live for another season. Well, I have to congratulate you on a whole lot of days that we've had where the temperature's been between 25 and 28. It's been sunny, low humidity. There have been. It seems like we've had a lot of really great summer days. Well, I think you're right, Jane. I think, you know, a lot of people are focusing on the fact that we've had uh, several days above 30, and there's no question about it. I think we've had 18 of those uh, suckers, and we normally would see about eight. And this time last year, we only had two of those. But I think, too, that what you often find in a, in a summer is that when you get these kind of warm days, and then all of a sudden they end, and you get plunged down to something that really becomes very cool and, and, and not that comfortable. You're going almost from, from slush to, to sweat in a way. And, um, and so I think that um, I agree with you. I think that there has been some uh, uh, particularly uh, nice, uh, nice days, too. And I think what's different is that we're not seeing the nighttime temperatures um, they're not staying elevated as much as they have. Even last night, with the uh, we got down to uh, to I believe about eighteen, nineteen in the city. And sometimes in the past, we've seen those nighttime temperatures stay at twenty four, twenty five, and that is just uh, unbearable at uh, night to have those kind of uh, temperatures, and it becomes more of a health issue. So it's almost as if, until right now, it's the air has reminded me more of Arizona kind of air, like yes. hot days, but kind of cool nights. And the humidity, humidex is not as um, as high as it has been uh, in other other years. So, um, but this may change. I think we certainly see this weekend. This may be the toughest bout. We're getting four or five days with these elevated temperatures, not record breaking. My gosh, we've already had that. You know, a week ago it got up to 36 degrees in Toronto, and that was a record for for last Wednesday. But um, we're going to see this kind of bout. We're seeing a little bit more higher humidity. 
And, Jane, the reason for that is that the air is not coming from necessarily the Gulf of Mexico. It's coming from the Great Plain, from the Corn Belt of the United States. And, uh, and that crop does give you off some humidity, some higher. And even the crops growing in Ontario gives you uh, uh, enough moisture that you can actually feel it in the air. So it's not as desert air. It's a kind of almost modified tropical air. And, uh, and that's why I think it will be uh, a little bit uncomfortable for the next uh, two or three days. But we don't have that many. I mean, we have, uh, as you said, we've had 18 days yeah. above 30 so far. But heat waves, the criteria being yeah. 32 or higher for three days in a row, that doesn't happen very often. No, it really doesn't. You can go a whole summer, maybe a couple summers, without having a legitimate kind of, uh, uh, of a heat wave. Uh, and um, no, you're absolutely right. And, you know, often the heat wave, what, what's not the problem is so much the high temperature. It's often the duration of the heat. Um, you know, even, even seniors, uh, people who are not necessarily athletic or fit, I mean, my gosh, they can they could withstand one day of, of uh, uncomfortably warm temperatures, as long as the night kind of cools off a bit. But when you get three or four days in a row, well, then, you know, the body, it's difficult for the body to build, the, build back up to handle the kind of uh, daytime uh, heat. And, uh, and so that's when we really begin to see the health concerns, is that when the bout of warm weather just stays put, you're breathing the same air today that you breathed yesterday and tomorrow the same, and, uh, and then it becomes uh, uh, really not good. You get go anywhere from from prickly heat to heat cramps to, uh, to heat exhaustion, heat stroke, and, and that's not a, a nice situation. So you're right. I mean, I think that these, the duration of the heat is, is often which takes its toll. And we've seen in some of the deadliest heat waves in the past, uh, uh, my gosh, 80 years ago in southern Ontario, but uh, I think about 15 years ago in Chicago and also in Europe, uh, a lot of these were because of the duration of the heat, the, the, the elevated temperatures, but it went on for uh, forever. All the more reason if you have elderly neighbors or friends or family members to check on oh. them. And if they don't have air conditioning, God forbid, you got to get them out to an air conditioned environment, uh, be it a library or the mall or the grocery store, just to cool the body down, right? Absolutely, Jane. That's such good advice. My gosh, we need a buddy system. Uh, to make sure that we've all got relatives and friends, neighbors who maybe are, uh, you know, elderly, they, they get can dis- or, disorganized in, in this kind of, uh, disoriented in this kind of, uh, of weather. And we need to check in on them to make sure that they are getting the proper liquids, that they're finding they're, they're staying in the shade and they're, um, and just to cheer them up and to uh, make sure their fan is, is working and that, uh, and then to take them uh, uh, in an air-conditioned car to a mall, to a show, uh, uh, so that they can, uh, uh, they're not suffering under these kind of, uh, of conditions. So I think we all should, you know, I think adopt a, a friend, a relative to, to look out for, and maybe also a tree. I think we haven't even talked about the, the dryness. I mean, my gosh, in the Toronto area, we've seen so much, uh, very little precipitation. We're below 50%. And Jane, you know, when you get these very warm temperatures, my gosh, you, you need more precipitation, not less. And so what we're seeing is the province is not looking very pretty right now with a lot of parched uh, ground. And, and my sense is the other kind public service thing we could do is to adopt a tree. And trees are not looking like they're in pain. But I can tell you, below in that root zone, when that concrete below, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty dry. And so we need to put, a, to put a hose out there and give them a little dose of water so right. they are not uh, 
suffering as much as uh, as the grasses. Just at the base of the tree, right? Yes, just, exactly. Right. A very slow trickle, and just uh, let it, uh, you know, once a week for, you know, a good maybe hour. Oh, it would be a drink of water. That tree would just, if it could speak to you, it would thank you. And the other thing, too, is it means the tree won't be stressed. We might very well see um, if that tree is, is well watered. Maybe it'll give us a brilliant technicolor look in the fall when it changes colors. Otherwise, the leaves may fall off early or it may turn brown and, and, and it wouldn't be that pleasant. So we look forward to our, our beautiful technicolor fall and, uh, and so we need to, uh, to help the trees along under this kind of a situation. Oh, we do have beautiful falls in southern Ontario, don't yeah. we? we do, 416-360-0740 1-866-740-4740 I know you're enjoying listening to Dave Phillips as much as I am. We'd also like to hear your tips, though, from you, the Zoomer Radio listener, about how you're keeping cool this summer, how you're enjoying this typical summer weather that we haven't seen for the last few years. I'm thinking it was really 2012, wasn't it, Dave? Jane, you have that right. Good for you. You know, we haven't seen these uh, in in four years. And and back, you know, uh, 2012 was was really good beer drinking weather and people people liked it. I thought there was too much summer back uh, back then, but we had in that whole summer uh, 25 days where temperatures above 30. We've got 18 right now. We'll probably have 22 before this uh, current heat uh, heat wave is over. And our models are showing us, Jane, that hey, this may not be the end of it. Although August looks maybe that it'll be a little bit more more comfortable, maybe not as warm as what we're seeing in July. July is typically the uh, the warmest month. And we're right now, Jane, onto a period that we call the dog days of summer. Uh, when we, we look at Toronto records over the past uh, 100 years, uh, we typically see the warmest day, not every year, but the warmest day on average is around July 23rd. And, of course, this Saturday we're going to see temperatures of a high of 33, which is about 6 degrees warmer than it should be. So it really will feel like the dog days of summer, but August we think it will be a little less uh, uh, cool, a little less hot. But um, but hey, people who are planning their holidays in in, in August, they shouldn't feel uh, worried about that. It's not as if there's a full allotment of these uh, hot days and we've used them all up. Uh, no, we think the flavor of the summer will continue to be warm, but maybe not just as searingly warm as what we've had. Dave, we have Diana on the line from hmm. Mississauga. Go ahead, Diana. Hi, and uh, thanks for taking my call. I I love this topic because it's right up my alley. I'm a gardener, and I have to say, in the last five years, I've noticed the poor garden is suffering so much. We have to water so much. This year, in fact, we had no April showers bringing May flowers. Yes. And in May, we had one day of rain, and in June, we had one day of rain. I'm not counting the 12 little spatters that they call a shower these days. And then it, last week we had one day of rain, so I'm going, what's happening? What's happening to our skies? I'm looking up in the sky and I'm seeing planes leaving trails all over the place and all the clouds are disappearing. So what's that all about? Well, Diana, you know, you're right about that. I, you, you really do. You're, I could tell you're a good gardener because you, you look at the sky as much as you look at your uh, flowers and, uh, and plants. And what we're, we're seeing, as I mentioned earlier to Jane and the listeners, that we're down to less than half of what we normally get. And 
you described it well. You know, those little piddly little amounts of rain, they just don't do anything. And then also, when you get that kind of sudden gush of rain, well, it just runs off at the surface. It doesn't sort of percolate down into the root zone and do any, and any good. What we really want is kind of a, of a rainstorm uh, that would go for four days, kind of slow, gentle kind of rain that would soak into the ground. And, oh, you could just hear that. Uh, the, the ground just sucking it up all over the place if we got kind of a rain like that. Well, we're into uh, what we call in the meteorological circles a high-pressure area. It's like a dome. It's like taking the Sky Dome or the Rogers Center and put it over southern Ontario. And it's just like keeping all the weather away. And uh, anything we get uh, is maybe just a little bit because of the heat and humidity. You get a pop-up kind of thunderstorm. and But doesn't really give you that kind of rescue rains that you need. So uh, keep your fingers crossed. We, do, we don't know, uh, Dan, our models don't give us a, a really a good sense of how to forecast the precipitation for a month of that in advance. We do well on temperature, but uh, and I see in this next five days, oh, Diana, I mean, I, I can't seven days. I mean, I only see one possibility of rain maybe tomorrow, but hey, it may rain in your front yard, but not your backyard. It's not the kind of rain that we really <laughs> yeah. need. It's those microclimates that we see at yeah. this time of year. Paul from Norwich, uh, you're on Fight Back with Jane in for Libby. Go ahead. Yes, how are you today? Fine, thanks. What's your question or comment for Dave Phillips? My comment is, like, I, I hear a lot of uh, heat exhaustion and this type of thing and this type of weather. People should be made aware of the danger of vertigo, because that happened to me, and it's a life-changing situation, so people have to really concentrate on being hydrated and not overdoing it, which happened to me. So that's kind of like an extreme version of being dizzy and disoriented. Yes, you get what I, <laughs> I refer to as wobbling eyeballs. Right. Uh, wow. Because, and, and it can last for the rest of your life. Well, and Dave, I mean, that is part of the warning that Environment Canada puts out with their heat warning is that you have to watch for symptoms of heat-related illnesses during this type of weather. Oh, absolutely. And it's not everybody reacts the same under this kind of, uh, of stress. And, uh, and, and certainly um, I've talked to people who have had heat stroke. Oh, Jane, I, I just can't believe. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it really is serious. The people are, who are very fit and athletic become, uh, they feel that they can just handle this and they go running, for example, in the, the, uh, the, the heat of the day. And, uh, and then they're, they feel sort of under the weather, so to speak. And, and really they have uh, symptoms of heat, heat, uh, uh, heat stroke and, and does affect people in different ways. It's just not uh, possible to say, well, um, it's it just everyone's going to feel like faint or, or nausea. I mean, it can, it can rear its, its ugly head in many, many different ways. And I think the, your listener really makes a good point of being hydrated. Uh, right. taking, and, and if you have to work outdoors, I think people are, who do are taking more breaks. They're, they recognize the importance of, of taking a lot of liquids, not, not alcohol, but, but good water and cool drinks, and, uh, and just doing what our moms told us to do, you know, taking that common sense advice and uh, towel down and uh, uh, take, uh, take showers, but just and stay in the shade. You know, when I mention these temperatures today of 33, 34 tomorrow, Jane, those are shaded temperatures. You go out in the sun 
walk down the street on the sunny side of the street, you can add another seven, eight degrees to it. So it's, it's not the humidex. You're adding another eight degrees. It's going to feel like on your skin, 42 degrees in that sun. So stay in the shade and, uh, and put off today what you can do maybe next week when it's going to be, you know, still warm, but uh, much more comfortable. Wonderful. Thanks for your news and analysis as always, uh, Dave. It's great to talk to you. Okay, Jane, you too. Bye-bye now. Okay. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.